Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello. Welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies Radio. I'm Sue Meyer, and it's so nice to be visiting with you here again today. We're all saying goodbye to what seems like a very short summer and preparing for the winter season and even possibly the flu season that will be coming through your home. Many ask me about the flu shots. My answer to them is, well, you know what? You need to do your own research. Go to Google and search for Compton Burnett, that's spelled C-O-M-P-T-O-N, and his second name was B as in boy, U-R-N-E-T-T. The title of his book is Vaccinosis, and it's Cure by Thuya. This is a very good book. It was written over a hundred years ago. This little tiny book explains in a very simple terms the dangers of immunizations for many. Now, when Compton wrote this book over a hundred years ago, he actually was using he was ta- he was using the notes of a German physician, and he had written about vaccinations over twenty years prior to that. So they've known for a very long time that vaccinations can set up their own little set of problems and that's why he coined the phrase vaccinosis because he said that vaccinosis is unlike any other disease and when you begin vaccinations in an unnecessary manner you're setting up a whole different set of diseases so it's worth your time to do the research and and find out for yourself if you or anyone you know should have the flu shot Um, this mom does not give flu shots or even any other immunizations, but that's for another show. Today we're actually going to talk about the flu and how if you get the flu, what to do, but even better yet, how to immunize your family in a homeopathic prophylaxis way to help you keep from getting the flu. And if you do get the flu after you've taken the prophylaxis or the remedies, the homeopathic remedies, then the flu should be in a a more mild manner. So before we actually get to talking about all those things, I want to tell you a little bit about me and what I've been doing. Um, I don't know how much you actually know about me, but I'm a homeschool mom as well. I think we're walking into our 16th or 17th year now of home of homeschooling. My kids actually did go to public school at one time, and then we uh, started homeschooling. It's it was it's been a very great blessing in our family. There there's many blessings everywhere we go, but. Um, homeschooling has been one of our brightest spots and um, this last summer my husband and I have actually been we were in our mid-50s and we have encountered on a new project that was um, very unexpected but we uh, my husband had lost his job two years ago I had been praying in novena for his vocation (laughs) my prayer was answered (laughs) he lost his job but his health had been, he, he was just suffering so, and of course he's real quiet, never talks about anything, but I knew that his health was going in the wrong direction. So I started praying about his vocation, and when he lost his job, he began working for one of my son-in-laws, which 
was a blessing also. And it also gave us time to come up with a plan to implement our little dream. We had talked a long time about, oh, wouldn't it be fun to have a cute little store and we could have a family business? And, well, anyway, to make a long story short, we just opened this last Monday on September 8th, the Feast of Our Lady's Birth, uh, a small mercantile here in central Minnesota. It's a, it's a small general merchandise store. It's a retail store. It's located at the crossroads of Highway 94 and Highway 71 in a smallish little town called Sock Center. We wanted, uh, our goal was to have a fun little store where families could buy wholesome foods and gifts and also stop for a fun treat. Um, And my idea of a fun treat is frozen yogurt with all the fresh fruit toppings and maybe some really healthy chocolate. (laughs) Actually, it's not healthy chocolate, of course. But all of the chocolate in our store is pure chocolate. No hydrogenated or fractionated or hydrogelized anything in any of our chocolates. Uh, and then we also have a small little deli. So the bike trail that runs, Lake Wobegon bike trail that runs right by our store, I we put in a sandwich deli thinking, well, somebody can stop for a sandwich and a frozen yogurt or some paleo food or some all-natural beef jerky. And then they can be on their way again in a... A fun way. So anyway, that's what we've been doing. We just opened our little store. It's taken off. Everyone seems to love it. And you can find our store on Facebook. It's called The Outpost Mercantile. And I guess I can spell that out for you because a lot of people say, huh? Mercantile? Okay. We we picked Mercantile because of the show Little House on the Prairie. We thought that'd be kind of fun. And we figured everyone would know what the mercantile was. Anyway, ours is the outpost because it's supposed to be a destination point for bikers and people that are on vacation. They can stop here and have a short reprieve and then be on their way again. And it's just fun to see people from all over. So I, I, I hope that um, it's a good thing for us as well as everyone who comes here. Okay, so if you're ever in the area in Sox Center, Minnesota, central Minnesota, please stop in. Uh, we also have homeopathic remedies here. I also my book will also homeopathy for mommies will also be on sale here. We have herbs uh, and encaps, encapsulation machines that will help you to take the herbs more easily. We sell essential oils, and of course I'm here, and I'm always available to answer any questions and try to help people with just simple little problems that they might have or questions. Okay, that's enough for my little commercial. But please also do subscribe to our this podcast homeopathy for mommies radio so that you can always easily find me or we can find you i i can honestly say i'm not real computer savvy so i don't know how all that works but they tell me it does and they tell me that that's a good way to learn so um, i'm trying i I really really want everyone to know about homeopathy it's so important it's like i say it keeps my family healthy and I have people come in here and they're like, oh my goodness, you have helped my family so much. And I love to hear that because it's not me, it's it's the homeopathic remedies. And like I said in my first show, if someone is there to show you or tell you, it is so nice. And that's what it's all about, is people helping people. So we're going to talk about this flu season and um, I'm actually going to begin by quoting my book. It's, for the past few years, we, the people, have been manipulated by the media, into an epidemic flu scare. First it was the SARS, then the bird flu, then it was the swine flu. There is much speculation by many as to the real cause and or agenda behind these outbreaks. 
But regardless, with homeopathy, we really are blessed with remedies that are already proven to be effective against these deadly illnesses. If you do research, you'll find that the use of homeopathy during the 1917-1918 Spanish flu outbreak, that there were very few deaths among those who were treated homeopathically. And if you even study in a more deeper manner, you'll find that those who were who did die after being treated homeopathically had already been rejected or they had already found gone allopathically they were they were being treated allopathically and then went to homeopathic remedies when they were already in the last leg so it's kind of an unfair statistic but there always are a few deaths no matter what because of um, if someone is in a super weakened condition it's really hard for the homeopathics to bring them back but the healthy people it's just it's amazing the way homeopathic remedies work for them so listed in my book are the top flu or epidemic flu remedies that are most often used when someone has what we call the influenza. There's different kinds of flus. There's the stomach flu and then there's the influenza flu. And the influenza is where it hits the respiratory and the lungs or the mucous membranes of the respiratory tract and the lungs. So when we th- we're talking about the flu here, that's what we're talking about is the respiratory or the, the mucous membranes and the respiratory tract and the lungs. Uh, so we're not really talking about the stomach flu, even though they can both kind of be intertwined. You can have a stomach ache or you can throw up because you've, you've become so ill. But it is the influenza that we're discussing. So keep in mind that these flu remedies seem to have, they also have a friendly affinity for interchangeable and alternating use. So like if you have a, your flu starts with a sore throat, depending on the kind of sore throat, you're going to take a particular remedy. Or if it starts the headache or the body aches, depending on where your flu starts, that's what you're going to take. But before we actually start talking about which remedy to take when you have the symptoms, let's talk about a couple of different remedies that we can take to help prevent the flu. There was a, one of my very first books that I ever read that, well, I read a lot of books, but one of the first books that really hit home for me that helped me to start implementing homeopathy in my family in a family setting, it was a first aid book written by Lyle Morgan. He um, had been in the Army. According to his story in his book, he was in the Army, and someone, he was sick. They sent him to a doctor, and when he went to this doctor, he didn't realize it was a homeopathic doctor. And the doctor was asking him questions, and he, yeah, yeah, he says, I get the flu every year, I get the cold flu every year, and the doctor says, okay, okay. So the doctor gave him a couple of remedies, and he sent him on his way, and he said, by the way, every year before flu season hits, I would like you to take these two remedies. And these two remedies were Influenzinum and Bacillinum. They're, they're in my book, but he told him if he took those alternating, that he would, that would help to immunize his body and help, him pre- help prevent him from getting the flu. So he did that, and he said, so at the time of writing that book, it had been years since he had had the flu. So it really does help to immunize the family. So again, those two remedies are called Influenzinum, and he liked to take them in a 9C or a 30C, one dose every 14 days, and Bacillinum 30C, one dose once a month. That's a very good preventive duo. That was Compton Burnett's choice as well. He like you say, he taught this in that book, and since then, my family rarely gets the flu. Because if I remember to immunize the family, and I say immunize, it's not really immunizing. What you're doing is you're giving homeopathic prophylaxis. You're telling the body, hey, the flu season is coming. Prepare yourself. 
steep up your vitality against that possible flu that might be coming through. And it works. So, and, and these remedies are um, not really hard to get your hands on. Uh, you just have to um, know the right people. <laughs> uh, I actually I actually have these remedies, but there are several homeopathic pharmacies or laboratories in the country that have these remedies. And you can just search them on the internet and look for homeopathic remedies. But when you do look, always make sure you ask the pharmacist or ask the company. Make sure they're handmade remedies and not computerized remedies because they actually have some that are made frequency. We talked about megahertz in our first talk, and sometimes there are companies that actually do the megahertz and they they energize those sugar pellets rather than the actual tincture. You want the remedies that are actually tinctured and hand succussed in a reputable laboratory. So that's what you look for. And don't be afraid to ask, hey, how are these remedies made? And they'll tell you. So the remedies, again, to help prevent the flu are influenzinum and basilinum. And the low potencies are excellent for use. You can take a higher potency, but the lower potencies are excellent way of immunizing your family as well. Okay, so what do you do if you actually forgot to immunize your family or give your family homeopathic prophylaxis and you do get the flu? Chances are it can end up being pretty hard. It can be a hard flu. It can come on fast and hard or it can come on slow. Remedies that come on fast or, you know, flus that come on fast, belladonna is almost always going to be your first course of action. Belladonna is a is hard, fast, furious. It's red and angry with high fevers. And belladonna complaints are um, the headache, and there's always throbbing. So it's it's like, oh, I have a headache, oh, and it's throbbing. There's usually chills and aches and pains that way. So, and very often it'll kick it right away. But if the flu does move into a more progressive state, there are different remedies. I'm going to kind of name some of the remedies here, and then we're going to talk about them. Because, again, you have to remember that in homeopathy, we treat the symptoms. And I could talk about belladonna. Aconite and belladonna are, you know, if there's flu in the house, I always give aconite and belladonna first right off the bat. Because aconite really helps to wake up the body. It's if they've been exposed to, you know, chills. Um, They've been outside in the cold wind, chills. It's a fantastic remedy for that. But aconite and belladonna complement each other. A before B because, oddly enough, um, that's the best mode to take them in. So aconite and then belladonna, it's an excellent duo to fight off the first stages of the cold or flu. And many times it completes the action of getting rid of it. And also in the first course of any kind of, Mom, I don't feel well. Or even if my husband's like, you know, Sue, I, I, I... dang, I think I'm going to get what the kids had or whatever. I take two cups of Epsom salt and I mix essential oil. I give aconite and belladonna and I tell them to go get their jammies and I go pour a hot tub, two cups of Epsom salt. And in the Epsom salt, I mix essential oils. Pretty much I mix anything I have, but I always keep a, a combination of oils set aside. And I mix um, frankincense, raven Sarah, fir, bals- um, it's balsam fir, Abies balsamica, is one of my favorite flu remedies. Um, and so sp- spruce, lemongrass, raven Sarah, Abies balsamica, and even some lemongrass. Those remedies, those oils together, are so efficient at really helping to kick 
any kind of flu that's coming into play. So I mix it in my Epsom salt and I pour it in a really hot tub, as, long, as hot as they can stand it. And I tell them, you lay there till you break a sweat. Then you lay there another 15 minutes. And then drain out the water and then cool your body down slowly. Use, you know, warm water and cool it down till you feel that you're doing, you know, strong enough to get out of the tub. And then step out, dry off, put on a robe and go sit down. And then as, as the body starts, to, and then I like to put the colds and flu um, cream or uh, that's what I make. But you can just take those same oils and you can rub them on the bottoms of the feet, on the chest, on the back. And then as the body starts to cool, it's going to absorb those extra oils. It's fantastic for kicking the flu. If you do that in the evening or late afternoon, by the next morning, you're going to feel like 100 bucks. It's just, it's incredible. So that's my first stage course of what I do. When someone's coming down with a cold or the flu, I will tell you about 95% of the time, if they can do those things right there, it's going to kick it. But you've got to rest. You know, like to drink like hot lemon water. And then I like to rest a little bit the next day because you can't jump right back into it. Your body's still in the healing mode. You can continue taking the belladonna if the the head still continues to throb. Or at that point, you can take, um, you know, just some extra herbs. Spirulina is really good. And uh, cystus can I like to take just to boost the immune system. Just take care of yourself for a couple of days. Give yourself a chance to heal and get over the hump. Okay, so if... You are unable to do all those things, and if the flu comes on, again, you treat the symptoms, not the disease. Some of the famous flu remedies are, okay, let's see here. We have the influenzinum, of course, and the basilinum that we talked about. Gelsemium. Gelsemium is one of the best um, flu remedies out there, especially if the person feels completely prostate. They just want to lay down and they want to be left alone. The headache tends to be in the back of the head, and they might have the chills. They might have, you know, stomach ache. They may have all the other flu symptoms, you know, like even respiratory. But when gelsemium headache comes on, you know it. It's it's the back of the headache type pain. Like I said, we had talked about belladonna. Belladonna can be located anywhere in the head but most of the time it's the top of the head or it can even be in the side of the head but it's always a throbbing headache where with gelsemium it's not necessarily throbbing but they will actually hold the back of their head or the back of their neck bryonia headache when the flu is coming on a bryonia headache is the cap of the head or the frontal part of the head they might even just say it's it's located directly above the eye or in the eye and so when the bryonia headache comes on, they're not necessarily going to complain of throbbing, but they're going to point to that frontal headache. And then you know to give bryonia. That's, that's the most similar remedy for that type, the flu that's coming on, the way their body is reading the flu. Like you say, I can remember one time we had the flu in the house. It was so bad. I had kids laying out all over the place, and I was just learning to use the homeopathic remedies. Well, it took me a little while to figure out that the because they kept complaining of a headache, but I didn't know to say, where's the headache located? Well, two days had gone by before it was like I figured finally, where is this headache, sweetheart? And anyway, needless to say, it was located in the back of the head. Gelsemium was amazing. The kids, their eyes, which were actually starting to look a little bit glassy at this point, they were, oh, mom, thank you. I feel so much better. They were still sleeping a lot and, and resting, but they were definitely feeling better except one of my daughters, 
and I just could not find the right remedy for her. So I was going through my book, going through my book, and said, oh, I know, I know, I'll try Eupatorium. And when I gave her Eupatorium, which was for the severe body aches, like Gelsemium can have severe body aches, and, you know, the headache and the high fever, and I gave her Eupatorium, and she's like, oh, thank you, Mom. And she started feeling better. It was amazing. So you have to really just sometimes just stop and think. It's like, why is this remedy not working? What is different? And with her, it was just, it wasn't so much different. She had all the same, a lot of the same symptoms. But Eupatorium, which was usually used, it's a remedy, a flu remedy, usually used for the more advanced stages of the influenza, as well as gelsemium. But it was just that I just was not seeing the whole picture with her. So anyway, in the first stages of influenza, we've got the gelsemium, the belladonna, and the bryonia. Those are three main remedies because especially almost all influenzas start and they will have a headache with them. So get on top, get on board right away and find out where that headache is located. And that way you'll know which remedy is going to most quickly speak to your patient. I had The fact is just last week there was um, something going through our house. And my kids will say, Mom, I got a little bit of a sore throat. My head hurts. And oddly enough, no two kids took the same remedy. I had I actually had a gelsemium, a bryonia, and a belladonna headache. And they all managed to kick it within 24 hours. It never advanced. So if you just can catch it at the beginning, it's going to, it's going to help you so much. Also, when the flu is in the house, give everybody else aconite and belladonna. Because that's going to wake up their immune system. And if you feel as though you're being exposed to something, I'm not going to elaborate on that right now too much, but I always find it really rather interesting when people call me from one part of the country or another part of the country with the exact same symptoms on the exact same day. It's like, okay, this isn't exactly in our town. Um, How is everyone getting this at the same time? So when you see a situation like that going on, I give everyone else, I give everyone in the house arsenicum as well. Because arsenicum, is a remedy that speaks to your body about toxicity. Okay, you've been exposed to something. Wake up. Kick it out. Get rid of it. And so arsenicum in these days very often helps get the flu out of the house, the supposed flu. All right. Um, if, for instance, we failed to catch the flu in the first stages and now your patient has got a high fever and they're in more of an advanced stage and it's maybe even hitting them in the lungs or they have the severe body aches and the high fever you know still stick with the belladonna if that seems to if it seems to have come on quickly um if if it's come on slowly and you've just you know been too busy to say oh my goodness i didn't know you were so sick you know baptisia is a very good remedy for those advanced stages of the flu i remember when i was a little girl and i used to get sore um strep throat all the time. When I was first doing my book and I was studying the remedies, I was like, I could have used Baptisia because I can remember thinking I'm falling apart. Mom, where's my arm? You know, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine where my arm was because I just felt like I was just in pieces all over the bed because my fevers would go up to 105, 100, even they even recorded 106 one time, but it's, that's part of my miasm. I used to get very sick very quickly but then it would linger and they couldn't kick it. So Baptisia would have been a fantastic remedy for me. And there are many other advanced stage uh, remedies that I, I just, I don't really know if we should go into all of them today because they're, um, I'm going to name them. But I think we'll save talking about them for the next 
show because in addition to the influenza, these remedies can be used for many other things as well. And like all remedies, you treat the symptoms, not the disease. And so when we're talking about these influenza remedies, they can also be used for many, many, many things. They're Like I said, we just treat the symptoms. Some of the advanced stage remedies, I will say, are in addition to the bryonia, arsenicum, baptisia, gelsemium, belladonna, antimonium tart. If the influenza actually hits the lungs and it sounds wet, you know, we're talking antimonium tart. The baptisia, eupatorium, pyrogenium. If the breath and the body starts to smell, pyrogenium. And then also crotalus hor is another remedy that is for really far advanced stages of the influenza. And we are going to talk about all those in our next show, as well as some other remedies that are very good to have on hand if the flu or other communicable or (laughs) diseases come into the home. And so I am going to leave you with that, and I am going to say may God bless you and yours, and I can't wait to visit with you again. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.